See, your problem here is that you had the doll set to evil. Welcome to the Media Masterminds. We're back. It's horror season. And I'm your host, Legend Pop. Joining me this week is a special, on a special retrospective of the Treehouse of Horror, friend of the show, special correspondent of the show, frequent podcaster of mine, Dr. Joe. Thank you for having me on the lighthearted episode, not the not the hard horror episodes that uh, that you and Mr. Benjamin Rose will be uh, tackling this this season of evil, as the Mandarin likes to call it. <laughs> that that is definitely one way to look at it. The more lighthearted, even though uh, the Simpsons spins do are more gruesome than anything else they they generally do. They're they're still in fun and they're not as serious, but. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this would be something they are. Right? I, I was <laughs> I was expecting it to not be as gruesome. And then I watched actually this year's Treehouse and I'm watching and I'm like, oh, this is a little more Disney-fied. It's not as much blood and stuff. And then they just kill somebody and the next person gets splashed with blood. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, they're still they're still keeping up with that then. Well, it's funny because I mean you're you're a big Simpsons fan. I've fallen out of favor and you know, this afternoon I told you that I had watched the first one through like up to almost 14. I think I skipped one, but it was a reminder. It was like fun nostalgia wise. And it's like, I don't remember them being this violent of people just yeah. taking like axes to the back and right. home is shooting well, people. We're going to go through our favorites a little different. And like I said on uh, previous episodes, this is like our horror season uh, of episodes. So it's going to be a little different than other stuff. Like we could talk just this, the the Treehouse of Horror as a whole before we even get into what some of our favorites are. And uh, like you said, with the violence and stuff, and then I was just watch, re-watching one of them where they mock the, the TV rating system and the Fox sensor going through. That was you know, one oh, of the this ones I caught. This is not on there. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. this is TVG. And then the more things they do to him, the crazier the the TV yeah, the, reading uh, gets and it's like the TV, the TV reading comes to life and it starts stabbing the guy. Yeah. And and that was like it had to be one from the 90s still and we're looking at like 20 years later now, at least 20 years later and and that's still an issue with you know the TV rating system and I mean I know it's not as big a deal cuz on cable now they say they say fuck and everything now even on like non movie channels like uh FXX yeah. and and you know stuff like that but at the time it was still a big deal. I think it was, you know, probably around the time South park was coming out and, and to do that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, the, the content was starting to blur the lines when, you know, people kind of just thought everything on television was kind of safe. Cause it was like kind of regulated. And, you know, as we know now, like TV shows have gotten very more mature and stuff like that. So that was kind of a big deal when that, when that system came out. And the Simpsons are just kind of mocking it while it, you know, the Fox sensor is like, oh, we got to cut this and this out. And then it just starts stabbing him in the back and beating him up. <laughs> and it keeps going up, like in the yeah. ratings. Six, six rating 666. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's funny that, you know, like you said, I, I've been a Simpsons fan since they started out. And uh, it's referenced on previous best of episodes that we've done that you were a part of that uh, Benny and I have done. Yeah, no, I'm not allowed to make that joke anymore. 
we'll save that save that reference and go back and listen for if you want that reference but yeah this is still a tradition they still do now with the show and and uh i'm glad they still do it it's it's an episode i make sure i watch every year it's still not as good as the old stuff the stuff that i'm sure both of us will mention as our favorites but they still do it they keep with the tradition they've kind of uh spread out the tradition and they did like a thanksgiving one two years ago i'm not sure if they did one last year or not or if they're going to continue doing them but it was pretty good i mean it's not terrible but these all started in the second season and then they've been rolling ever since and uh there's some really really good ones and then we started talking before we went on the air and i wanted to just go into it first is that on, on once we once we started recording is that a lot of these and a lot of the ones on my list, I like like two out of the three skits in all of them. It's like there's not one of them. There may be one that's like, all right, I like all three of them and they're all, you know, really, really good. To me, it's not. I, I, I just I don't know. I'm, I'm even looking through the, the, the wiki that has like each short listed in it. And there's like just one in each that I'm like, eh, I, I could do without that one. But we'll go into those, I guess, as we go through and why some of them didn't make my list that otherwise would have because that one extra short kind of like, eh, it deterred me from it. If we were going just shorts, maybe at the end of the episode, we'll pick like just our favorite of the shorts themselves. Maybe it'll fall from your number one if or not. Or you could do one that's not in your list, you know, mm-hmm. just to see if, you, you know, since you've marathoned a bunch of them, you probably they're, they're more fresh in your mind than uh than me i i have been watching this month but i didn't marathon them all today before recording so well i had to marathon them because i don't like i said i haven't really watched simpsons in a while so i want to like refresh myself and i had the same thought i'm like you know i'm watching the first one and i'm like i don't know if i'm going to be able to pick a top five if they're all so spotty and then i got through a bunch of them and i'm like i, I was able to find maybe three that definitely three maybe four that i liked all the skits in and then my my like number five kind of rounded it out and then i got at a certain point where i'm like this is nah i kind of know why i stopped watching the simpsons (laughs) the idea was to like kind of go further and see if there was like something that might have struck my interest from once i stopped watching it but i kind of went like two episodes in and i'm like no this is this is no good i can't do it anymore yeah, the nostalgia still holds with me. So even on the, the ones that I don't particularly love, they still like these episodes, just like m- much of the Simpsons during the era from what we're going to pick from is very quotable. It's stuff that we still quote to this day, you know, so it's a lot of these episodes, too, are, are very, very quotable. And a lot of them, near nearly all of them are based on either a short story as my wife will be sure to tell you, uh, a Twilight Zone, a horror movie, just random other movies, you know. So there's not too, too many that are are just cre- complete creations on on their part. No, very, few, very few are. One of one of my honorable mentions. I think it, it it probably riffs off of something and I'm not like catching it, but what we we could do a deep dive into that. All right, so let's 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 start then. I have I have two honorable mentions. One that probably should have made my list. The other, uh, eh, I don't know. I, I the other I haven't rewatched, but 
we were talking about it before I went on, so I'll just throw it in there now. Uh, it was the Treehouse uh, 13, which is from season 14. And the only reason I'm throwing it in there is because it does a spoof on the, the island of Dr. Moreau. And the and it's called the Island of Dr. Hibbert, where he's turning all the memorable Simpsons characters into these these creatures. And uh, it was very creative and making them all different creatures. And I remember McFarlane, I think McFarlane was it? Yeah, I think it was McFarlane made like a toy set of all of them in their creature form. And that's another thing with a lot of these is like the the merchandise wise when McFarlane had the license even before McFarlane they had the, the toys that like you could put on their playset and then you they would talk they had yeah, like yeah, a yeah. chip in the bottom of their foot kind of like the wrestlers with the the theme music and yeah, you would put them that. in the, on there and then they would talk and they had this they had the Simpsons for that um the Simpsons the treehouse a horror for that and uh even now they make the pop funkos and they they did a line of the Halloween ones and I think they did Marge from this episode they did uh, Bardis the Fly, I want to say, from a different episode that we may end up talking about. Uh, but that that is one. Uh, I have two. I don't know if you have more than one. I just have the one. You could go ahead. This this one was really close to being my number five. This is uh, Treehouse number eight, which is from season nine. And it has uh, it spoofs Homer as uh, the Omega Man, where he survives a nuclear uh, attack mm-hmm. and then ho- and then Bart becoming the fly in the uh, the, the highlight matter of the highlight of the episode yes absolutely and then the reason why it didn't make my list is the last part is like a witch uh, coven sort of old yeah, school because, burn the witch at the stake kind of thing because Marge is the worst character on the show <laughs> that's why yeah that's that, why that skit is like very cringy it's like yeah. It is. It's not very good. But the fly yeah. one is really good with with Frank selling his stuff on the, on the lawn and then one of the robots trying to get away and so marking himself as sold and uh, Bart mixing the cat and dog together. And even yeah, the Homer the thing where he... God. The fucking, the fucking cat. Like the cat and dog, they come out with both heads and then the, one, the yeah. next one, it's just the both backsides. You could be Lisa's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and homer thing uh, becoming the what he thinks is the last man alive and then he f- figures out the family's still alive because of the lead paint lining the walls of the house yeah that so one, that my right. the, the marge one kind of yeah blows right. that whole episode down uh so those my, are those are are my two my honorable one is um hold on my roman numerals are screwed up here uh 11 (laughs) xi for you people that don't know um i'm not really crazy about the first two things with the uh i can't even remember the first one that's called ghost dad i don't even remember it homer gets a horoscope that he's gonna die and he kind of goes around the day trying not to die and then he does and he has yeah. to go, do a good deed to get into heaven. Yes, and then they have the very cringy uh, riff on like the uh, the old school like fairy tales. Yes, where like Bart and Lisa are trying to like they like the I, witch is the, trying the, to eat them up. The best part of that is that they're going. They like oh, the, everything that's happening is in this book, and Mo is a troll 
<laughs> underneath the bridge. That's the yeah. best part. Oh, I, I came on too strong. I came on too strong. I'm going to be alone forever. That, that's probably the only good part of that particular short. <laughs> but what carries that episode for me is the last one, The Night of the Dolphin, which has got to be one of the most ridiculous shorts, <laughs> definitely of The Simpsons, where Lisa lets a dolphin free spoofing free willy and it turns out he's like the fucking king of the dolphins and he plots his revenge to take over the the earth yeah he comes back and he invades with like a whole dolphin army <laughs> and the first time i saw it when when i was growing up me and my my friends would quote it all the time and if there was a beach ball around forget it because someone would catch the beach ball right in the face like kent brockman does during the broadcast where the dolphin just keeps beating him in the face with the with the ball until he's dead and it's got one of my favorites of the sea captain where he's rambling on our the dolphins are back and the dolphins just jump out of the water and slice him in half and then they start mocking him in the dolphin speak with the fucking hat on and the pipe only good part of that episode and the and the mole troll well, I will say this is my number five on my list because of that, because of that short. This was the one I was on the fence with, with the, the one I just previously mentioned, the uh, the eighth treehouse, just because of the, the how ludicrous the dolphins thing is. I can almost oh, mirror ridiculous. your mirror your sentiments. The first skit is nothing special. I think I like the second one a little more than you do. But this whole episode is is hung on the night of the dolphin and it, it's so good that they did that simpsons video game and they made a level just for this like they made a whole level where you're you're going around and fighting dolphins and what game is it in it was in the simpsons like the last simpsons game it was for the xbox 360 it was just called the simpsons Interesting. and that one of, that one of yeah one of the levels is you it's got the cell shaded graphics and everything it's 3d you know uh, but this is the only treehouse reference in that game, and it's a level of you, you know, taking down the the dolphin overlords. Amazing! <laughs> could have made that a whole game. <laughs> wow, didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, m- probably difficult to find now, but you could definitely watch the videos on YouTube of the, the level playthrough. Yeah, I mean, if I want to get a graded copy of the game, I'm sure. I'm- <laughs> going to be out of luck that game is extremely underrated a lot of people like simpsons hit and run which i i like also i like most of the i'd say more modern games like basically from the gamecube on they made like road rage which was like crazy taxi Mm -hmm. hit and run was kind of like grand theft auto this one was just like a straight up you play levels and they're different that one this one also has one of my favorite simpson references it has the uh land of chocolate as homer in his imagination going through the land of chocolate i think that's the tutorial level one of the first levels is like you playing the land of chocolate amazing you're walking through the chocolate and then the dolphins come out there you go that's like a whole mix, game ev- right there. mix everything together so that that's was my you. do you how many do you have then on your list is it is it five or it's it's less than five? okay so then that was my number five since we already talked about it then and we'll go into your number five. I, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of overlap, especially since both of us only probably picked from the first 
13 or so uh, episodes. So we can just discuss shorts and everything. It doesn't have to be, you know, traditional. Yeah. So I I don't know what happened there. Technical difficulty. I think that was Hugo up there. Yeah. My number five, I picked the first one. I was kind of on the fence with it. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, it, it. it's definitely not polished. It's got the the Raven part, which I think drags the episode down a lot because it's very. Julie, Julie will be very disappointed with you. I it's you know what it is. It I get why they did it. It was like I guess because it was the first episode, but you could tell that you know they just they never did something really like that as as far as I know, unless they did it like in later seasons, they never really tackled something like reciting a. a poem and yeah. doing a riff on it like that but i like the one with the with the house that they move into that's haunted and it just it's bleeding and it's telling them to get out and they kind of like get into an argument and the house decides to just suck itself up <laughs> in a vortex as opposed to having them live in the house <laughs> and then that's one of my favorite lines of the episodes like lisa's like the house chose to kill to end itself rather than live with us yeah <laughs> She's like, oh, it's really, uh, you know, she says something like it's like depressing or something that the that the house decided to destroy itself then didn't live with it. And then the the Kang and Kodos, the the hungry are the damned. Yeah, it's a nice that's riff the best. Off of that's the, uh, the best one. Yeah, it's a good riff off of the Twilight Zone episode, and it kind of sets the the mood for them. And you know, they kind of make it like I don't want to say they make it ambiguous the ending, but they make it like, you know, they weren't going to eat them, but I mean, come yes. on, they were going to eat them. We we watched this episode uh, maybe last weekend or sometime during the week, maybe. And that's what I was having that exact conversation with Julia. So they kind of leave it at the end of the episode. Like, you don't know whether they were actually going to eat them because yeah. they, they guilt them into feeling you would have seen all the great spectacles of whatever, you know, all the un, un, unimaginable things. And yeah. again, Lisa kind of ends it with like, oh, we, we ruined our opportunity because of, you know, well, because of her, because she found the book and everything. Yeah. And I forgot that James Earl Jones is in the, in the episode. In the Ra- the Raven episode, the Raven short. He's the narrator. He's, yeah. And he's one of the aliens. There's three aliens in the, in it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. The, the alien cook is is James oh, Jones. him yeah and then he's briefly in the the house short as um excuse me <laughs> Joe's dying like I was the previous show we recorded <laughs> he uh he has like one line as one of the moving guys that Homer tips a dollar oh so they just he's, basically got him to do all of all three shorts then yeah I'm sure if my memory serves right, they I think he was like the marketing for the show. Like they definitely put him out there as like a special guest appearance. Makes I mean, sense. At that time, they were that. they were heavily doing that. At that time, this was uh, that was season two, right? It wasn't se- season two was the Michael J. Fox, uh, Michael J. Fox, yeah. the Michael Jackson episode. Yeah. Oh, it's an interesting one. I didn't. It wouldn't. It didn't make my list, so it's not one that we'll have a duel over. Uh, I do like the alien skit in it. Uh, the Raven, I feel the same way. I don't really care for it. And the Dreamhouse, <clears throat> I'm not really 
crazy about either. So that's why I didn't make the list. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. I was, I was making chicken salad and chicken shit here. Well, you, well, you know, you, you know. So what would this be? My number four, then my number four is Treehouse number seven, which has uh, Bart and Hugo, mm-hmm. where we find out that Bart has a uh, was was he a conjoined twin at one point, and one twin has to be the evil twin. Uh, one skit where Lisa creates her own colony in like a tooth that fell out. And then the last skit has the aliens again, our, our Kanga and Kodos kidnapping Bill Clinton and Bob Dole during the presidential election and taking them over, which features one of my favorite lines of all the Simpsons is uh, don't blame me. I voted, I voted for Kodos <laughs> as Homer ends the end of the episode. Uh, I'll believe I'll vote for a third party. Throw, Throw your, your vote away. away. All such great stuff in that last skit. That last skit single-handedly puts it on the list for me. I do like uh, the Hugo skit, the the Genesis tube, which is the Lisa growing her own colony. It doesn't really do anything for me. It's it's okay. It's cool that they they make the civilization. They shrink her down and bring her inside of it, and you know, then Bart wins the science fair, whatever the science project with and she, it, and she gets bent out of shape, and she's screaming, and then. They all look at her because she's like, I'm going to be stuck in here forever. And then she's like, aren't you supposed to be groveling? <laughs> and they treat her as like, God, that's one of my, that was one of my picks. The, like I said to you before the podcast, like, I didn't know, like, I knew like number one would be like the, like the low end, but the rest of them are kind of interchangeable, but I would put this as my number four also. Yeah. Cause the, the, the Hugo skit is really, I like it. It was like a, it was like a funny, like little yeah. twist to it. And the the Citizen Kang is is good. It's a little dated if you if you didn't grow up in that era because of the right because of like the well, uh, the election. Yeah, well, that's that's the fun of of it, and the nostalgia of it is that we we yeah. did. But like you said, if you show that to someone now, the Ross Perot no thing, idea. yeah, the, the the Clinton and uh, Bob Dole holding hands as they're walking yeah. down. And uh, sir, I don't think you should be uh, doing that with your uh, opponent. And then they, they and the have... Hugo with the fish heads. Yeah, and I like when Dole and Clinton kind of like come together on the spaceship, and yeah. Homer hits the wrong button, and he lets them into the outer space. <laughs> it's got it's got some good stuff in that episode. I like it. I put it at number four as well. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good one. I, I got to mention, I watched the first episode of this season and uh, I just t- just tying this t- together because of the Hugo episode has Dr. Hibbert in it. They replaced the voice of Dr. Hibbert because I think it was a white guy doing the voice. And now all this, you know, politically correct stuff. The person they got sounds nothing like like they couldn't find you. You're telling me there's nobody that can do an impression of Dr. Hibbert. Or, or they didn't even want to go that route. I don't know, but it it sounds nothing like the character. He doesn't do the laugh like, <laughs> like he doesn't. It it was just terrible. When he came on the screen, I was like, whoa! I forgot they even were doing this, and now it's very jarring to even listen to it. Uh, I don't know. Let's let's not let's not get into this. <laughs> More fish heads. 
Yes. So why don't you do your number three then, since we kind of stepped on each other there for our number for the number four. Okay. Uh, make you make you make you pick which one is going to end up being. In a uh, let me see here. This is uh. All right, I'll go with this one. We'll go with uh, number four, the fourth one, which is the devil and Homer Simpson, where he's on trial after he eats the the cursed donut from the devil Flanders. I sell my soul for a donut. And then you hit, goes into, it's got one of the best scenes with when Flanders pulls out the fucking jury and it's all these like people throughout history that are terrible. And then he has Nixon yeah. who at the time was alive and then I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then the most shocking part is they pull out the the 1976, I think it's the Flyers, the Philadelphia Flyers, and they're all like horrified that they're that they're <laughs> the uh, jury. <clears throat> and then you go into one of it's probably one of my favorite Twilight Zone skits that they did uh, take on, which is terror at five and a half feet when Bart sees the gremlin on the side of the bus. And nobody believes him. Hans Molman. Yeah. And he, <laughs> I've even <laughs> forgot that that part of it was there. When Otto just <laughs> saw dude. The <laughs> and they, uh, you know, they don't believe him and he tries to fucking kill the thing. And I like how, I forgot like how it ended because I know how like the, at least the, like the one in the Twilight Zone movie ends where the, one of the guys driving the ambulance says oh you want to see something scary and then i'm like how did they end this and i forgot that the gremlin was like on the ambulance like in the window staring at him yeah waiting the you know with fuck flanders up. head yes he's holding his head up <laughs> and then the last one is bart simpson's dracula which is the hot take on uh bram stroker's dracula which I'm not too familiar with that movie. You're like, this is going to be a surprise. Well, maybe not for you because I'm not that big of a horror person. But I kind of like how they, how they. I mean, I know like the gist of the Dracula story, and I kind of like how they, how they portrayed it a little bit. It's a little. It's a little. I think like I like the other two shorts more than this one. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> I feel the same way. But I thought they did like a pretty decent take on it. It does. It does have a good vibe of the uh, of the movie. So if you're not like super familiar, you don't need to be super familiar because it doesn't really take all its tropes. It just makes Mr. Burns like the yeah. older version of the Gary Oldman Dracula in in the movie. Yeah. So yeah, this is a good one. I, I it may it may be on my list later later on. So. Oh. <laughs> it's not my number three though. So my number three is I gotta look, reference my list here is Treehouse Six, which features some really good skits. And again, this this just this one skit in here just kills it for me. This would this one would probably be higher on my list. It might even be two or one if it wasn't for the Homer uh, skit in this, which is Homer in three D. I never really cared for it. It was cool for the time, I guess, because of the technology used to make them 3D and people at that point, like this is the height of Simpsons popularity. They wanted to see what 
that yeah, would be a, like it was, it was a big deal i remember it as a, like you know when i was a kid it was like hot shit like he's 3d they marketed it like crazy yeah and that was like a that was like a big deal and now it looks terrible like when i watch oh, it, it looks today, really bad yeah. and then the end of the episode he ends up in the real world which doesn't look good to now either no but the let the first two are we have the attack of the 50 foot eyesores which has homer steal the lard lads donut and then all the big statues the, the big and robotic signs everything comes to life pet boys <laughs> fucking come off the side of the, and, and drive the little cars their, off they gotta put their giant heads in the shopping carts and push them around <laughs> that's a really really good one yeah and uh homer has the donut he tells the lard lad oh flanders has it you hear him smash through <laughs> flanders house for it and marge makes him give up the donut to end the terror and then the guy just then the lard lad still just destroys everything and homer just get, goes marge don't you get tired of being wrong all the time it's just such a great delivery <laughs> she's like yeah sometimes mm. <laughs> and this has one of our favorite songs in it just don't look just don't just don't look was that uh paul anchor right in that one and the middle episode, which would come, the middle skit, as would come with no no surprise, is the nightmare on Evergreen Terrace, which takes a riff on the nightmare on Elm Street with Willie as our Freddy Krueger. <laughs> this one <coughs> is just so great. Homer Homer fucks with the thermostat in the the school for the smarch weather. That's what the smarch weather is terrible. You got to raise the heat up. Don't touch Willie. I love when he's on fire and he's screaming at them in the classroom as a skeleton. <laughs> and uh, it was it Millhouse's father has the floor? Yeah. Like, Willie, Mr. Van Houten has the floor. Your children. And it's just so good. It just fits so perfectly. The rake is like the claw, the, you know, the Kruger claw and Maggie ends up taking him down. It's just such a great riff. It's got like not quite the Nightmare on Elm Street theme to it. And you know it's, they fall it's, asleep. It's, it's very it's, close. Yeah, it's very close. And then Krusty's in the dream at one point, and you think Willie's like, dead, oh, and he's not. He's like, "Don't have me in your dreams anymore." <laughs> yeah. So this one, this is one of my favorites for sure, and definitely, definitely falls right in with top three. If that Homer wasn't in it, and we could pick and choose and move a different short from another episode into it, it probably would be my favorite of the bunch. Again, like this is one that they still make merchandise for. They still do. They did that. <clears throat> they did the Lord Lad with the donut and Homer with the, the car and the chain, uh, like a bigger scale of that. They've done the the uh, the Willie as as, you know, the slasher with the, the rake and everything at the hat. So that is my number three treehouse number six. That was going to be my next one, so we could just <laughs> we could just skip right through these. Sorry. Um, so do you have anything to add if that was going to be your, your 
next one? Anything you want to touch on that I missed for those shorts? No, I think you, uh, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head here with it. Um, I I like the Homer one a little bit more than you do. It is, it's, it does play off of a Twilight Zone. Um, I can't remember the title of it though. Where like, uh, like I think like there's a kid in like another dimension instead of like Homer. Yeah. But they obviously don't go into like the three D part so, of it and everything. Like right. That. Well, especially that the show was made, you know, what in the sixties. So. Yeah. Uh, it is based on the Little Girl Lost episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, oh, I have the reference here. Season three, episode 26, if you want to watch that afterwards as well. On your Google machine. <laughs> Chat me up on it. I don't I, I don't recall this one. I'm sure if I put it on, I will. But uh, I might I might end up watching that maybe maybe later. Yeah, she like she does like the thing like Homer. She disappears in the house and they like trying to like contact her. Oh, in the bedroom? Is that the? I think so. Through, yeah. through her wall or something in the bedroom. I think I remember that one now. Yeah. So that would be my number two. If you want to go, and then we could we could leave number one up in the air, like like in uh, basketball, whatever they call that. What do they call it? Oh. Thanks. This guy's just leaving me fucking hanging. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Like, though you're doing the fucking cats thing. No, no, no. When they, when they do the jump for the ball, not cats, like the basketball players, jump for the ball. Jump ball? No? Or alley-oop? I guess. Alley-oop. No, alley-oop? I don't, I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know. I'm not a starting lineup guy. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> my next one is going to be Treehouse of Horror 5. And this treehouse, we have the shinning. You don't, don't call it the sued. shining. <laughs> they want to get seed. And then we have in time and punishment, uh, which is another one of my favorite skits where Homer uh, travels through time, uh, putting a fork in a toaster. <laughs> and then the last one is nightmare cafeteria where they end up eating the children. You could say we ate Uder. This one, you could say he's in our stomachs being digested. <laughs> Don't say that. This one, all three skits are good. I will say that I like all three of these. The Homer one, the Sh- the Shining, uh, the Uderfest, in in the I, I quote from each of these three segments. The Homer one, when he goes back in time and he's like, "If I don't touch anything, nothing going." Nothing can go, you know, wrong. I mean, mm, the fucking dinosaur in the background. And uh, I, love, I love when he's like, let me think about the advice my father gave me on my wedding night. And it's very specific. Of going if you back go in back time in time. Not touching anything. Right. It's like so and ridiculous. When Flanders is like the leader. Oh, the homer, they just cut off a little piece of your brain. They put it in his jaw here. And Moe is standing. Oh, hello there. Look at this. <laughs> and he's going in the. Making all these different realities. It's multiverse, Joe. It's it's the first. It's Simpsons multiverse. It is. Do you know? Do you know that um, Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire are in that episode? They play oh that, shit! When Homer sneezes, they're the second and third dinosaurs that collapse. Sure. <laughs> oh, confirmed. Joe Joe said it here first. I did. Uh, when he he asks for some donuts, they don't know where the donuts are. And it starts and raining, leaves. and it rains and it donuts. Raining. 
This guy fucking so that, blew it. That was like the best. That was the best reality. He yeah. Went to. Well, he ends up settling on the one where they have like lizard tongues. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and he's like, oh, close enough. <laughs> sticking their tongues out and they're eating. That one, uh, the the shining one, shining, shining, is probably the most famous on the, you know, no TV and no beer. Make, make Homer, Homer something, something. 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 <laughs> the, the, that, the, one's, the, that one's good. This this episode is my number one because oh, third in there. The skits are un, unmatched. Like so, we do. were pretty close on all of these for the most yeah. part. You know, it's, as, as listen, I watched like almost thirteen of them today. This one, <laughs> this one had the most consistency of like the first thirteen. Simpsons episodes of Treehouse right. Bar easily. I don't know what you're going to pick for number one. Uh, I'm, I'm very curious, but this episode, all three skits firing on all cylinders, not a bad one in there. The, the fucking Willie as the, Ooh, you don't want to get sued boy in the, in the shinning. Will, Willie always seems to have the upper edge on, on any of these stories, even like this, this most recent season. I was just watching it before they do like a ring spoof and he knows all the intricacies of it. It's like almost like uh, he's like your your untrustworthy narrator or something, you know, because he's in the episode where Homer goes back in time. Oh, I can help you with this. And Maggie kills him with the axe. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, like, you know, whenever they decide to end their show, put it out of its misery. They uh, they play up maybe that he that he knows something, you know, maybe he's they like, should make him like the Rod Sterling of it, where he can yeah. kind of intro a show or something. Or make him like like a godlike character that's like he just is the janitor, but like he He's the watcher. He knows like everything that's going on. <laughs> it would be an interesting take. He sent me a check Simpsons for that for that idea. And the Nightmare Cafeteria, it's like watching it now as an adult, it's like who would have thought to put that in a show that's like marketed to kids? <laughs> right. Fucking, you're, you're cooking the kids up and you're serving them for lunch to other kids. It's like such a Sm- fucking out there. And uh, Skinner is just dreaming of mm, ah, older. Mm, ah. And I, I love like towards the end where it's like, don't worry, we're going to get saved. And Milhouse just lands in the fucking in like the in the machine that grinds the kids up. <laughs> and Bart's like, well, I'm sure that they'll save the Simpsons children. <laughs> and I was just this episode's really really good and as I'm thinking about this episode I just thought of another skit that would have been uh, would have been a what's it called but we'll see if you picked it would have been an honorable mention <laughs> well that was your number one though so you still have a number two though right you didn't pick a number two no number two is uh, the one you had just you had just said uh, now I deleted all this shit Hold on, I gotta go back at my notes. Was the six? Three Yeah. The one with the homer? I thought that was a number three for some reason. I guess I guess I'm confusing them. I don't know. I don't know. We had a lot of overlap. I've been like scratching them off and deleting them like every <laughs> every time we've we've talked about them. So yeah, no, that's it. That was that was my list. I had one, then uh seven, six, four, and five. Yep. So we have almost all the same, except we didn't have one overlap because my number one is Treehouse 4, The Devil and Homer Simpson, The Terror at Five and a Half Feet, and Bart Simpson's Dracula, just ah. based on 
that that the devil episode is one of my favorite one of my favorite skits of all these the the like you said the twilight zone nightmare at, at twenty thousand feet one of my favorite twilight zones so it fits and i have a little bit of a connection to dracula it's still <clears throat> it's still not a, the best I, I would say five might be able to flip with four i i just like that devil and homer simpson one where you sell a soul for a donut and then he's down there all oh, the donuts you could eat fat boy and he, <laughs> um, um, and then the guy's like, I don't understand. He like doesn't stop. <laughs> More. And we have Lionel Hutz in the episode. As he the... disappears in the bathroom. We need a bathroom. Uh, the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I require these things. Yeah, that's that's that was my favorite. So you mentioned that our lists are very much overlapping on these. What would be that other honorable mention that you uh, you were gonna? Not which which one it's in, but the one with the monkey's paw. Yeah, that see that's that's a good one. But then uh, you have the the Bart zone, which is like the Twilight Zone, where the kid can change things with his mind. That's anything a Twilight Zone episode. See, we're we're too much alike here, Joe, because that's what I was just gonna say. I don't even like that Twilight Zone episode. So to even spoof that. Like they could have picked mm-hmm. so many other Twilight Zones, and then you have Mr. Burns making the Frankenstein monster in that episode, Terrible. Homer. But I agree, the monkey's paw is a really good skit. Also, for me, honorable mention, just skit wise, is the the one where the Chucky the the Krusty doll comes alive. That's clown without pity, and because the doll is set to evil, as I mentioned at the start of the show, and he tries to kill Homer, but then he ends up being like Homer's servant. Once they flip the doll over and he, yeah. he goes home to the, the Malibu Stacy doll at the end of the skit. He's so, like, oh, baby, it's been, that's been a long day with that raspy <laughs> voice. But the other two on that episode, how bad is this? I don't remember what the last one is, Dial Z for Zombies, and I just watched it this afternoon. I remember the, the middle one's the King Kong spoof with Homer, which is not, yeah. it's not very good. Exactly. Well, that's my problem. Again, that's to me, that's the worst of the bunch, the King Kong. The other one is they get the book from the, the basement, like of the school, and they try to resurrect oh, that's Snowball. Right. Yeah. Snowball brings, too. And all ends these up... fucking people back from the dead, and then he has to right. do another. He turns Which isn't terrible. It's not. It's, but, it's all right. Yeah. That's what was like I was saying to you, I think before we were recorded, that I'm like, it, it would have been, I thought it was going to be. I don't know. I kind of underestimated this this list because when I first started watching them, I'm like, I don't know if I could find episodes that have three really good skits in them. And then I said to you that if we did like a top five with just the shorts and not episodes, it would have been probably vastly different and probably harder to to do. All right. Well, off off the cuff, then can you do top your top three skits? Just the shorts themselves without the episodes. Just the shorts. I'd probably yeah. go the dolphin one. Um, probably the one where they eat the kids. <laughs> I can't remember the title of it. No, Nightmare and, Cafeteria. Yeah. And maybe Fly versus Fly. And that's see, that's interesting. I would probably still stick with some of the ones that we picked from. <clears throat> I would probably add the clown without pity, 
with the the doll's trying to kill me. Homer running around the house with the crusty doll. Uh, yeah. The devil and Homer Simpson, I would still put up there. And then I might put that time and punishment where Homer go, traveling through time. So vastly different for us for our our three. Yeah. I mean, some of those would probably still be interchangeable. I can. I, I really like that Citizen Kang again, but it doesn't really hold up because it only holds up because we were being coming up during that time. So it's not really a, a result of the skit being that good. All, all, all in all, it's just uh, more of, a, of of its time. Yeah, and I'm going through these like episodes that I did not watch ever, and <laughs> even these titles are like not not doing it for me. Um, yeah, yeah, they just... drastically change. Like, then they go to like what they have uh, artificial intelligence. They do and some other things that like this kind of got away from what the point of 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 this episode is you know i think they've started to get back around to it a little bit like they did parasite this year they did the ring which i can't believe they haven't done before Mm. you know uh they did a nightmare on elm tree it has nothing to do with it but i was just looking at that oh this has five shorts not three yeah, well, long? the no, the <clears throat> the opening is uh, just like what they would do with the censor or with Marge introducing the episode. So it's very short. OK, yeah. And this interlude is very similar to the Raven. It has like a Vincent Price uh, sort of caricature reading through a book of Bart going through the seasons, uh, almost like a Dr. Seuss ish thing it's i think the episode's worth watching not but with horror in it but oh in in january bought does in february bought the and it goes through it's really quick it's on hulu i would say to still check it out i try to check out each year but like last year the spoofs were like toy story and spider-man into the spider-verse and like russian doll like these aren't really yeah they need to go back to there's plenty more twilight zones there's there's other horror movies that you can really you know go into. I think the creativity just isn't there, you know, thirty plus years in now at this point. And a lot of the writers and stuff that wrote these original episodes no longer write for the show. So. Yeah, and it's like when I hit like thirteen, not thirteen, twelve, and they had like a Harry Potter short in it, and I'm like, what year is this? And I didn't realize it was like two thousand one already. Yeah, it was like I'm like. You know, and then I forgot that like that was like twenty years ago. The Harry yeah. Potter the, the, still feels like fresh. <laughs> the one where Flanders is like the killer from the I know you did last summer. That one's pretty good too. And that was a little later on. That's that's Treehouse Ten. But then they have like a Xeno Xeno Warrior Princess in that episode, and that's just fucking atrocious. They just throw the whole episode out at that point. That's the that's the episode I happened to skip. Because I oh, looked at he the, did. At, I looked at the titles and I'm like, ah, this doesn't look there now. And I wanted to get yeah. to that dolphin one because I was really hoping that that had three good skits <laughs> and it didn't. The 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 Flanders part is good in that, and that that is literally it for that episode. Yeah, I mean, the, but the one, go ahead. The the one after that, when I call it the the Pierce Brosnan house, it was kind of it was kind of out there. He's like thinks yeah. that he's Hal from 2001. You're fucking. 
And he's like, we, he's fucking flirting with like Marge, Marge. And he's trying to fuck. He's like checking her out when she's taking a shower. The whole thing, <laughs> he tries to kill himself when they bring him to to Marge's sister's house. That was funny, but the rest of the episode is just terrible. We're we're I think we're way too much on the same wavelength because I was just gonna mention that skit like going forward. <laughs> that was like the next best skit after the dolphin thing, and that's probably one of the better ones. So it's like you went from, in my opinion, two two in each episode. That were really good. And then like eight or nine in, it just went down to one. That was pretty good. And then now it's like, are any they're okay? They're not really anything special. Yeah, for for the for the people out there who don't even watch Simpsons that are listening to this. It's an interesting uh if you watch these episodes, it's interesting to see get an overall picture of like how the quality of the show has gone. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really a telling sign for it. Yeah, because it's like as I was watching it, I'm like, I was had the intention of going into like further seasons to kind of making this list seem a little bit not as loaded with like the first years. But I mean, between time and then like I hit like three episodes that were just not not very good. And I'm like, I don't know if I could I could continue on with this. And judging well, from like your I, list, it doesn't seem like that was that would have been a worthwhile endeavor anyway. Well, like I said, like they still make merchandise for Treehouse of Horror, and it's never any of the newer stuff. It's always the older stuff because that's the glory years of the show and when they were really fucking clicking on all cylinders, really. It's just it's still incredible all the stuff they make. And most of these things are spoofs on other original properties so i would say to the people that if you're listening to this and you're not a simpsons fan you probably this is probably a little bit of uh torture i would say for someone but if you're interested in checking them out you can't go wrong with any of the episodes that i think we mentioned and if you're a fan of any of these we tried to mention what each of one's kind of spoofs uh then you know, you might might enjoy it a little bit more, even if you don't watch The Simpsons. You just can watch these Treehouse of Horror and get these short bits of stories that, oh, I'm a big Twilight Zone fan or I'm a big horror, somewhat horror fan, because this isn't really super deep into horror, especially not anymore. No, I agree. It's uh, it's like a sampling. It's like a cocktail hour of, uh, you know, Simpsons... Halloween horror spoofs, shrimp cocktail, you know, it's, shrimp tails, shrimp tails, just you gotta throw them out. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. If you if you've never seen anything, your audio is gone, completely gone. <laughs> Joe is he hit the, either the microphone on the headset or oh wait, am I back? Yes, you are. You you okay. you. Cut yourself short in that rambling. I don't know if you hit a button or we hit the headset or something. Yeah, I did. I was playing with it. I was trying to move it. R.I.P. I don't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> I I think I, was I don't even know what you. I'm saying right now. I was just agreeing with you that uh that you were right about that. You know, if you have no interest in Simpsons, but you have interest in some of the things that spoofs. It's worth checking out, especially these ones. Yeah. So this is 
a little bit of a of an abbreviated episode for us. We usually do like a top ten or somewhere around that. So this is a little shorter for the horror season, but Thank it's God also top ten. That would have been a struggle. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think that they're worthy of having ten. I feel like no. If we did just shorts, we probably could fill out the list. Yeah, but this is this is an appetizer shrimp cocktail for what I want to try and do down the road after October and all her season is we'll do a Simpsons just in general. Okay. Favorite episodes. Oh, so that's I think we can, I think we could fill out a 10 top 10 list on that one. Uh, for me, at least, I don't know for you, but I, I think you could probably considering the season, episodes. even if you go through, even if you go through the first 10 seasons, they have what 20, at least 26 episodes a season. So, there's plenty of episodes there. They'll give that little tease. Little tease. Little connective tissue Full for tissues. Mr. Benjamin. Little tissues. We'll see if he listens to the show and, and gets the reference. I thought I thought I thought you were gonna tease a holiday uh holiday episodes. They don't have enough. You think they have enough to do a top five of Simpsons? Oh, I'm not talking about Simpsons. I'm talking about it in general. <laughs> oh, you want to do like a Christmas, a Christmas uh episode? Uh I mean, it writes itself. I can make it happen. I mean, I I, I control the show in case you didn't realize. I, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you you want to do it? We'll do it. We'll make it happen for for Christmas time, for December, for birthday season for you. We can yeah, be your, your could, uh... media mastermind's present. Will be a Christmas themed episode. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> that would be. We should we should do it. You want to go just movies or TV shows? Or TV wanna, shows would be a little more challenging, but you wanna, you it wanna, might you be worthwhile. We'll we'll, we'll we'll round table it. You could do two episodes. You could do the entire <laughs> month. Do the whole month of Christmas. It's it's a little more challenging to do the entire month. Uh, but we could definitely do at least at least one episode, maybe two. Movies is is a is a probably better for discussion wise than I feel like TV shows because TV shows would be like oh the uh, Flintstones Christmas special, which is not like is there really a lot of discussion there to say about that? No, but I could probably talk about the Flintstones, um, pretty bevel Christmas commercial for like ten minutes. They go top ten Christmas commercials. There's another episode. <laughs> this shit just writes itself. No, I think I'll skip the Christmas ep- uh, commercials. We could do a Thanksgiving one. Look at this, We're just rolling right off the tongue. Now that's only like that's only like two good movies. That's it. Done. So there's this. Uh, there's uh, other other. We we could definitely do it, especially when you when you look mix in like some of our favorite shows like The Office, or you know like I think Thirty Rock, right? Ludicrous Christmas. Yeah. So there's there's plenty of stuff that you can mix in. You're gonna need to compile a list so you don't feel like you missed anything. Whereas we're sticking with this one show with Simpsons where you're not, you know, you're going to run through and see what you're, you, you're not going to miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Simpsons doesn't have enough Christmas episodes to really work with, but we could, we could figure out something with a spitball. Yeah. As they say, that sounds, that sounds like a plan. Well, Joe, thank you for joining me in this Simpsons uh, for our first real dive into Simpsons on the show, because Benny is not a, a Simpsons watcher. So I needed to, needed some expertise in here and obviously we we think on the same wavelength here because four out of the five of our lists are, are identical in different spots but other oh, and i know i would have been contrarian and i would have just picked the five worst episodes 
<laughs> no, you have to do the obscure ones like Benny. Like, oh, that's a cult favorite, or that's you know, yeah, that's got. Let me get, I'll send you out the rule book. The connective tissue, as it were. Actually, speaking of Simpsons, so this really has nothing to do with Halloween, but so I work with this one guy. He's a few years younger than me. He's a huge into Seinfeld and he's never seen Simpsons. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, how do, I'm like, how did this happen? And he's like, well, I've only watched Seinfeld in syndication. So you never saw it like first run. Right. And I'm like, but the Simpsons is on all the time. I was just going to say, you would think the same thing then. If you watch yeah. it in the syndication, you would watch the Simpsons also. And he's like, He's like, yeah, no, he's like, it just never, never appealed to me. And he's not that much younger than us. I think he's like his early thirties. So it always gets me like wondering, like if the Simpsons are just like lightning in a bottle for like a specific generation of people and you know, that's it. But it's like crazy because it goes on, but. Right. I watched the Simpsons from, from what, from its beginnings. Seinfeld, I didn't either. I watched Seinfeld like the last season and then syndication mm. is when I picked up Seinfeld. So I don't know. And maybe there's not the same overlap, but it definitely has the first nine or so seasons definitely have a similar sense of humor. To I them. know it's, I was just like very like taken back by it. It's, you know, he's like, he like heard of it. Cause like I made a reference and he like, he was just like looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> and that's like what kind of like opened up the conversation about it. So did you get him to actually start watching it? No. No. I think you know what it is? I think it's I find this like a lot like when you recommend a, like a show to someone and usually one of the first questions is like, "Oh, how many seasons is it?" And if you fucking blurt out anything more than like you start approaching double digits, I feel like people just like they pump the brakes on their recommendation cuz they they just don't want to get into it. It's like too big of a right. commitment. Yeah, well, you don't have to watch it all. As even the most diehards have not, I've not watched all of them. So, yeah, that's a, that's. I mean, that's a show you could easily, you know, pick and choose. But yeah, you know, it's still intimidating, I guess. Yeah, just add it to the list of of potential future shows. We Seinfeld also. It's another one to to. I think our list won't won't be as as uh as closely tied. It, 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 there might be a few in there. Uh, that's another one I feel like you could probably do 10 for 10 episodes 10. yeah, yeah you, you don't can. think so I think so nine seasons worth of, of episodes and even with the first season second season not being meh, all that great you could still flush flush out a list I think I think as you get closer <clears> to 10 you'll start to you'll start to have a struggle I don't know I guess we'll have to save it for another time yeah any any closing closing remarks no, this has been uh, this has been fun. It was a nice trip down memory lane, binging like fucking entire day's worth of Simpsons. I think um, you should continue on it. Continue no, on I your can't. journey. I, 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 <laughs> I just can't. I don't think I could stomach it. But it was it was fun. It was like nice to like revisit my childhood a little bit, and you know just refresh on some of the classics. I really usually don't get a chance to do that. Uh, but it was uh, it was it was fun. This is a good show. This is a good talk. Good talk. Good talk. I'll see you out there. See you out there. Nice. Thank you, Joe. And uh, we'll see you guys. We're going to, we have some more Halloween stuff planned. 
Uh, we will be doing something for Halloween kills. Uh, uh, we have to see what Benny's schedule is for that, which comes out on Peacock uh, very shortly as you're listening to this. And I was planning on doing a little Friday 13th retro- retrospective. Not Friday 13th. That would be for Benny. Nightmare on Elm Street would be mine. Uh, Benny would be doing the Friday 13th retrospective. You look puzzled. So Hall- Halloween Kills is going on Peacock? Yes. So they delayed it a year uh, because they wanted to make sure the theaters were back. They announced the theater date. And then like a month before it went to theaters, which is this coming uh, Friday, they said, oh, we're going to put it on Peacock also. Same day as, as theaters. They'll Peacock lead to the party with this kind of release schedule. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind because I don't have to go go to the theater to see it. So I could watch it. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to feed them the activity so they could shit for 10 years. That's how you. That's how you take out Mike Myers. Spoilers. She feeds him the Activia, and he just shits till he dies. Till he's dehydrated, and he dies. And he's no, gotta go. No better way. No, I can't top that with any quip at the end of the show. So we just end. <laughs> we just end it there on that note. Then take a tip from Mr. Paul Anka. To stop those monsters, one, two, three. Here's a fresh new way that's trouble free. It's got Paul Anka's guarantee. Guarantee void in Tennessee. Just don't look, just don't.